and welcome to morning prayers. If you'd please stand as you are able and join in a responsive reading from your Black Appleton Psalter book of Psalm 16, found on page 8. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. to the saints that are in the earth, and to the excellent, in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied, and they shall have God. Their living offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names my lips. The Lord is the portion of, of mine inheritance, and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places, yea, I have no inheritance. I will bless the Lord, who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption.
Our scripture this morning is from the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 10 to 12. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Good morning and happy Advent. A baby, a baby? Of all the ways God could have come to us, to be with us, he chose to come as a baby. A tiny, fragile baby who needs to be held and fed and cared for. A baby we instinctively love and want to protect. Christian commentators describe a baby Jesus as being approachable or representing a new beginning, a seed of possibility. But I suggest an additional interpretation, that God came to us as a baby because babies are fragile and vulnerable, so incredibly human. And coming to us this way, God reminded us how fragile and vulnerable we all are, and he taught us to act with compassion and love, not only for babies, but also for adults. As anyone who has cared for a baby knows, they can be difficult and demanding. They are just telling us how they feel and what they need, but that can be hard to remember when it's three in the morning and you're doing the second feeding of the night. I remember my husband grumbling to our infant son, it's a good thing you're so cute. (laughs) But we know that being difficult and demanding is only one part of who babies are, and we love them. And so we hold them and rock them and we sing to them and we weep for babies who are not held and rocked and sung to. But then babies grow up and we forget how lovable they are. Sometimes forgetting protects us as it keeps us from feeling the pain that others are experiencing. We label people the migrants instead of a mom with two children fleeing tear gas, or the homeless instead of a man with schizophrenia who also likes the Red Sox. We are busy and distracted by the minutiae of our own lives, and it is easier to walk by someone on the street than to stop and remember, and the words of the folk singer Christine Lavin, she was once somebody's baby, someone bounced her on his knee. Other times, we forget because we are responding to the least lovable part of adults, the parts we disagree with, the parts that make us angry and are hard to forgive. We label people according to what we find most reprehensible about them. In the past two years, for reasons both personal and political, I have forgotten to act compassionately towards people I disagree with and people who I find hard to forgive. I have forgotten because I have been caught up in the terrible moment we are living in, a moment of greed and hatred and violence. I am sad and angry and I am scared. This time is driven by rapid social change, when the impossible has become possible, but when the speed of change has upended lives, and when the divide between those who are able to take advantage of the possible and those who are not seems to grow daily. This has caused people to lash out against each other. And as the sociologist Arlie Hochschild writes, many of us have developed an empathy gap that makes makes it harder to see others as complex people people who are more than the beliefs we disagree with. But if we are to heal the chasm that is widened in this country, if we are to move beyond the greed and hatred and violence, 
we must not only speak and act out against injustice, we must also find ways to close the empathy gap and come together as fellow humans with full knowledge and understanding of our common frailties. If, as Martin Luther King wrote, our path away from darkness and hatred can only start with light and love, we must somehow develop the compassion that I believe God was trying to teach us when he came to us as a baby. The Christian commentators are right. Advent is a time for new beginnings and new possibilities. For adults, it is a time of renewal. And so this Advent, I am going to try to renew my relationship with God by trying to remember that those I find hard to see and those I find hard to forgive are vulnerable humans just as I am. I am going to try to act with more compassion and with more love. I invite you to do the same because when we do, we see each other as God sees us and as we first saw God. Let us join now in the Lord's Prayer, printed on the reverse of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now if you please stand as you are able and join in singing our hymn, Lo, How a Rose Air Blooming, number 128.
And now let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord in all that we do. Amen.